Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yes, turn me up, turn me up. Mic check one, two, turn me up, turn me up. No, I can't forget this evening. No, your face says you were leaving. But I guess that's just the way the story goes. You always smile, but in your eyes, your sorrow shows. Yes. Yes, it shows. Uh-huh. No, I can't forget tomorrow. No, I can't. When I think of all my sorrow, when I hand you them, but then I let you go. And now it's only fair that I should let you know Yes, what you should know I can't live If living is without dick I can't live I can't live anymore I can't live If living is without dick I can't live I can't live anymore Welcome To the Solomon Ray Podcast I'm your host, Solomon Ray. And you could be anywhere in the world, anywhere, anywhere. But you're here with me. And I'm thankful for that. Thank you for tuning in every week, every Thursday. Shout out to 2022. Come on. I can't live, no, if living is without dick. I said, I can't live, I can't live anymore. I can't live, mm. if living is without penis. I can't live. Can't live anymore. Come on. Going on two years now, two years of this podcast. And the ratings is up. And the ratings is up and stuck. Up and stuck. Uh I can't live. 
I can't live without your dick. No, I can't live. Can't live anymore. Oh. Mm, yes. Amen. Welcome to the Solomon Ray Podcast. I'm your host, Solomon Ray. That was a very jazzy rendition of Maria Carey, Without You. If you're ever so inclined to listen to the original renditions, the original compositions, the original versions of all the songs that I just so eloquently, beautifully sang like a fucking the songbird that I am, head on over to Spotify and click on the playlist, the Solomon Ray podcast music. All the songs are on there. This little, you know, very basic, generic song is available. Um, They're not as great and fabulous and extravagant as my renditions. Um, Not everybody has the musical breath that I have. Um, They don't know how to take things to the next level the way that I normally know how to do and always excel and shine in. You know, it's not. um, Shout out to Maria Carey. She does well. She does well. Um, She's celebrating 90 weeks at number one on the Hot 100. So, not too shabby on Maria. Not too shabby. But again, again, again. (laughs) Not as jazzy. Not as jazzy. Great. You know what I'm saying? Like, cute, cute is next to pretty. Pretty is next to beautiful. Beautiful is next to gorgeous. You know what I'm saying? Gorgeous devours, beautiful, beautiful devours, pretty, and pretty devours cute. So it's like, that's a cute rendition. That's a cute little version, Maria, you know, but we're trying to get gorgeous. Um, Welcome to the podcast. I do want to take this moment to shout out all the girls who have rated and reviewed this podcast, five stars and five stars, fucking only on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. There are some reviews I want to shout out this week. Um, One is from Kay Phillips, who writes, wait, am I recording? (laughs) LOL, I love Solomon Down. I promise he never misses. I have never seen one episode of House of Dragon, but because of him, I feel like I've seen them all. I look forward to every episode that is dropped. Thank you, Kay Phillips. We have another one from Denitra. She says, Solomon is my fave. I have been following Solomon on multiple platforms for quite some time, and I feel like we are the best of friends. He's just that girl. I already love the original Solomon Ray podcast, and then he added Rewatch and Revisited. I'm obsessed. He's more than deserving of 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 all the five-star reviews. Thank you, Denitra. I had a, a friend. Her name was Denitra Burgle. In elementary school. Shout out to Denimich D. Chirurgle. Anyways, we have another one from Rose. Wow. I have been following Solomon for years. I'm Muslim and some of the stuff he talks about and the language he uses makes me uncomfortable. But I keep coming back because of how real he is. By the way, Solomon, you should like up Muslim practices of cleanliness. We are some of the most cleanliest people, LOL. Shout out to Rose. Um, yes, like when I was, when I've been to like places in the Middle East, honestly, the girls are hella clean and they be washing their hands back to back to back to back to back. And I'm just like, how are your hands now dry? You know, 
Shout out to the Muslims. Um, what else? What else? What else? What are we doing? What are we doing? Um, bitch, I'm a little tipsy. I have had like about two glasses of wine. I just made some bomb ass fucking clam chowder, bitch. So I'm already stuffed to the gills, bitch. Stuffed, honey. I just need to go lay my burdens down by the riverside. You ever like eat so much? Whew. That you just get like, you get the itis, but then when you have like a couple glasses of red wine, it's a little bit of itis, a little bit of tipsy. So you're just like fucked up, like not like fucked up, like drunk fucked up, but you're just like, like it's hitting you in all different angles. Like one part you got the itis, the other part you's tipsy. So it's like you want to lay down, but you kind of don't want to lay down because you're not tired. But it's just, you just be like, oh, you're on like a good one, but like you're warm, you're cozy. That's me. Um, what happened? What happened? This is the last episode before the new, the, uh, before 2023. Shout out to 2022, bitch. I don't want to say it's my best year. It wasn't bad. If I had to take it or leave it, mm, I would take it. But I wouldn't be mad about leaving it. No, yeah, I think I would. I, yeah, I think I, if I had to take it or leave it, I wouldn't be mad about leaving it, but I would like to take it. It was one of those years that, for me, was great on on some ends and very not great on another ends. But I don't want to say like that, like it was like horrible. It was just I had some challenging times. Um, but it was few and far between. It wasn't that that deep. Overall, it was a good year for me. So let me stop. It was actually a really good year. But some of the challenging things really kind of gagged me a little bit. It really kind of fucking gagged me. I spent three months, one third of the year with acne. Um, <laughs> I spent six months having panic attacks and riddled with anxiety for four months. Um, debilitating, like damn near anxiety. I spent way too much money each month. I just, I never started my third business, which is like a dumb thing for me to, have not done um what else what else what else i mean there's a there's a lot of good moments but there's also like a handful of not so great moments but um i choose to focus on the good as i always do because that's just my way of surviving you know i just can't continuously look and think of negative shit um what how's my week what did i do I went, oh, I went to, clearly I went to San Diego. Um, my sister was there, my brother, my mom and my dad. We were all under one roof, which was really nice. Um, we had like a little brunch, um, Christmas Eve, which is like my dad's like tradition that he does. And it was a nice little brunch. Lots of food. It's just like, the, here's the thing. I'm getting to the point now, it's like, bitch, ain't nobody eat all this damn food. You know what I'm saying? It's, I get it, you know. It's always nice to have a, more than you need, but it's like, damn, ain't nobody eating all this food, you know? So, I mean, but that was nice. Then I spent um, Christmas Eve evening night with um, my friend and my godson, my friends and my godson. Which was nice. We had tamales, which were bomb as fuck. Um, I think I need to just learn. I I don't think it's gonna be hard for me to make tamales. 
I really don't. I feel like the doll is able to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are certain things where the people will just be like, ooh, something's so hard, something's so hard, or like, not so hard, but like, very, you could fuck it up, you could fuck it up. It's like, bitch, that might be okay. That might be the thing for some of y'all. I feel like I can make some tamales and it's gonna be bomb as fuck, bitch. Honestly, but I wanna make like ghetto tamales. I don't wanna just make like the typical ones. I mean, my favorite tamale in the world is, um, um, green chiles with like cheese in them oh my god so bomb and maybe like a couple sh um, shreds of chicken uh bomb 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 but i want to do like ghetto ones like i want to do like like i don't like shrimp bitch <laughs> like i want to do like some with shrimp bitch i saw some on tiktok these people were making some that are like traditionally nayari type tamales where they had like the shrimp the camarones in them and stuff but i mean i don't need like the whole camarone like i don't need the whole fucking shrimp bitch but i just i wouldn't mind like some shrimps um i don't know like i'm thinking like what would i want to put in my tamales like i would want to put like ham and cheese uh, you know what i'm saying like some gooey bitch oh my god bitch that might be lit hold on let me think about it corn masa like a little corn husk. Okay. Maybe not, maybe not, maybe not Gruyere, but maybe some Swiss cheese or maybe, no, mozzarella cheese. No, I think Swiss, no, Swiss might be, no, Swiss cheese, a little bit of dab of Dijon mustard and some, um, um, like some good old ham, like good old chunks of ham. Bitch, that might be bomb, bitch. Wouldn't it? I'm trying to think. What else would I want? So, you know, I'm not a big beef eater. You know, I'm not a big beef eater. It's really a take it or leave it for me. I'm a big seafood girl. I'm a big, like, clam chowdery girl. Like a shellfish girl. Lobster girl. You know, that's my big things. Um, scallop girl. Very much scallop girl. Scallop girl, shrimp girl, lobster girl, oyster girl. Very much an oyster girl. What else am I? Sea bass girl. I'm a sea bass girl. Um, monkfish girl. Monkfish down, bitch. Monkfish girl. Porgy girl. Catfish girl. What else? What else? What else? Um, not a calamari girl. Not a calamari girl. I like, I'm an octopus girl, but not a calamari girl. No. Yeah, see, I feel like the girls love a fried calamari, and it is literally a take it or leave it, and I want to leave it. It's not a take it for me. It's a, it's a leave it. Always a leave it. Yeah, something about fried calamari is not for me, you know? Um, another thing that's not for me, I'm not a salmon girl. Yeah, it's my least, I think I've told you guys this, it is my least favorite fish. I hate her. I actually, I actually hate her. I actually despise that bitch. And I honestly wish she would go into extinction because... Honestly, if we can, I would trade, I'm, and I'm sure you guys, everybody would agree, the whole world would agree, we wouldn't mind trading in salmon to bring back the snow crabs that are on the verge of extinction. 
you know. Something about salmon, it's too oily. It's too, like, it's not for me. It's just, no. And, you know, I, I don't think I would have beef with salmon if it wasn't for the fact that the girls big her up so much. The girls love her down. You know, like, you know, like when the girls love something that's not that lit down, you kind of inadvertently kind of don't like it. No shade. It's kind of like a, a Beyonce moment where, like, the girls love Beyonce down. And to me, Beyonce's really neither here nor there. She's a take it or leave it. I want to take it, though. You know what? I'm going to take it. And I will take it. But it's like the girls be living for her down to the ground. It's like, mm. so you be like, girl, you pay it. You know? That's me and Salmon. Like, the girls love Salmon down to the ground. And, like, initially, it would be like a take it or leave it. I'll, I wouldn't mind taking it. But the, girl, the fact that the girls love it so much, I'm just like, and it also makes me really question the taste buds of the girls because it's like, it's salmon, you know? Mm. Yeah, no. Um, what else am I into in deep into the sea? I'm a I'm a crawfish gorilla. Um, what else? What else? What else? What other type of seafoods is there? I, I, oh, I love a swordfish down. I love a swordfish down. Swordfish girl, swordfish girl. Um, Red snapper. Take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. I want to take it, but I don't mind leaving it. Um, Cod. It's a take it or leave it. I'm going to leave it. Um, Not a cod girl. Not a cod girl. What else? What other type of fucking fish? Flounder. I don't mind flounder. I don't mind. I'm, I, I wouldn't say I'm a flounder girl, but I don't mind flounder. If I'm going to have flounder, I would trump porgy. Not me literally going on for like minutes about fucking seafood, bitch. I don't even know how I got on this. Um, Yeah, not into um beef. I don't mind beef, but it's just like... Did I tell you guys how the Japanese didn't eat meat until the 19th century? That's so... I mean, it's it's still so wild to me. The fact that they only ate seafood for their whole lives. For generations and genera centuries, bitch. And until the Westerners came in and got their asses together and colonized them. You know, that's when... Well, did they really colonize them? No. But you know what I'm saying. Like... Once the Westerners came through and influenced them, that's when they was like, girl, you want some of this chicken? <laughs> you want some of this succulent bird, bitch? And I know them Japanese ate that little that little chicken. They were like, bitch, this shit is lit. But like, them bitches was clucking around this whole time. We didn't chop them up. Mm-hmm. I know. Bitch, can you imagine, like, like not eating chicken and then off, like, being, like, 30-something years old and all of a sudden you eat a little piece of fried chicken? Bitch, mind blown. And I would be tight if I went my whole life and never had no motherfucking chicken. Chicken is so good, bitch. But you know what's crazy? You want to was so I love chicken down to the ground. But I'm a chicken girl. But the thing is, when I'm in a restaurant, it's the it's the last thing I'll ever pick on the menu. So here we go. So if I'm if I'm looking at a menu. There's, you know, normally an op one option of each. You know, there's always a fish option. There's always a shellfish option, a beef, 
a vegetarian option, but ain't nobody trying to touch, bitch. No, ain't nobody want that bullshit. Um, now there's like vegan options, which is like really like go home and stay there. Um, and then there's also a chicken option. And I want to say there's something else that I feel like I'm missing, but maybe I'm not chicken. So there's poultry. Okay. I think that's about it. I will always, first and foremost, zoom in on the shellfish option. So I will always pick like a lobster option or a shrimp or prawn option. After that, then I'll always, if I don't want that, that's on the menu, then I'll go into the fish option. Then, then I would consider a beef option. Because normally, I no, 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 a pork. They always have a pork too. This is it. So after the seafood option is done, then I will always pick the pork option. Because I love a pork, pork chop. I don't ever cook pork. You know what I'm saying? I don't really eat pork like that. So if I'm in a restaurant, I wouldn't mind a little piece of pork. But then after that, then it's the steak or like the beef option. And then at, if I don't like none of them, then at the very, very end, I might pick the chicken, the poultry. Which is so strange because in my day-to-day life, like if I'm out and about ordering something or like a little burrito thing. Actually, Mexican burritos, I like carne asada. I actually don't like chicken burritos. But I eat a lot of chicken. But if I'm at a restaurant, chicken is the last thing I'm going to fuck with. I don't even know why I'm talking about this. But ch- but whatever. This is a mess. Um, What was I saying? So, oh, tamales. Bitch, this is, this is honestly a tangent. I, bitch, I be going on a tangent. So we made tamales. Um, and so you know what was really cute? And they, you know, mi compadres, they didn't really, I don't think, thought of it or, like, saw why I was, like, kind of gagged a little bit. So they're like, oh, put little O, that's my godson's name. He's like, put little O in... Um, help put him in his pajamas and I'm like oh girl I don't know because you know last time I tried to change this child he didn't spiral screamed and was I thought I was killing him like the way he was crying I was like I feel like he's in pain I feel like he's in excruciating pain because this child is screaming at a decibel that is beyond my ears bitch I just hear white noise at this point I didn't even know baby's vocal cords could even reach those octaves. Bitch, I want to have a child, but that is something that is going to... I am and I am very fearful. Very fearful of the way when babies... Like, sometimes babies will whine and cry, and it'd be like, oh, you know, and, and then it stops abruptly. But if they cry and cry and hollering... They reach a decibel that is just like, it's only dogs can hear, bitch. They hear that shit in, in the moon. They hear that shit into outer space, bitch. It is just fucking white noise. And I just want to evaporate and die. That noise is so excruciating. Shout out to the parents who just be dealing with it. Because it, it, it got to take something. It got to take a special type of love to just be like, yep, I don't mind hearing it. I I would, you know what, if I'm going to be a father, I need to go to a doctor and see about removing my earbuds or damaging my hearing so that I will need to use a hearing aid. So in the event that my child is 
screaming and crying, I can just turn my hearing aid off and I just hear nothing. That might be the only way I'm going to be able to get through raising a child is literally damaging my and going to extremes damaging my hearing. If they don't damage it for me first. Um, so anyway, so they're like, oh, put on his pajamas or whatever. And so we put on little pajamas and it was like these cute, like, I think you get them at Old Navy. Cause I know you're going to ask me, bitch. Um, I think they were at Old Navy cause I saw them on my cousin. But when I was putting them on, I was like, oh my God, it's a black Santa. And they're like, oh yeah, yeah, it is black Santa. But they didn't like buy it or think of it as a like a black Santa thing. But it was just like, oh, pajamas with Santa on it, you know. But for me, growing up, like I just come from a time of like when you just did not see black Santa. No, like if you did, no, you did see a black Santa, but it was like few and far between and just very niche and just not, you know. So my mom has a huge collection of um black christmas shit just black angels black santas black um what's santa's bitch what's her name um mrs claus black miss claus um everybody black black little elves like she just has all this that she's you know a collection that she's accumulated over the course of 30 something years so a few years ago in 2020, I went to Home Goods and they had this giant ass Black Santa. Like Black Santa is like six foot tall. He's huge as fuck. I had to like literally transport him in my car. I called my mom and I was like, "Oh, there's a Black Santa at Home Goods. You want it?" She was like, "Yeah, I want it. So go get it." And I said, "Okay, I'll go get it tomorrow." She said, "They're not going to be there tomorrow. Go go right now. Get back into your car and go get it." So what did I do? Got back in my car and went to go get it. Um, so now it's at my mom's house and, but yeah, needless to say, it's just, I just remember like a time when, um, it was, you just didn't see black Santa stuff, you know, a lot. And you know, what's really cute. I was in Target and I saw, uh, you know, some black Santa stuff, but then I also saw like a little, you know, Latino Santa, you know, so cute. And I just love that. Like I really do. I love seeing that. Like, I love seeing, like, multicultural Santas. You know, like, it's it's weird because it's, like, I know people just be, like, thinking, like, Santa's just, it's just, it's not that deep. But it's, like, it's nice to see, you know, a different color Santa. You know what I'm saying? Like, you mean to tell me this fat-ass man be flying all over the goddamn globe, you know, squeezing his fat ass in these chimneys, and, you know, the Japanese... Y'all, we only get one Santa. They they don't got their own Santa. You know what I'm saying? Like I I wouldn't want white Santa giving me my gifts. You know what I'm saying? I just wouldn't. I would want them to give me the gifts. I mean, I would want black Santa to give me my shit. So it was really not. It was really cute to see that um they had like little pajamas. And you know what? It's also really cute is the fact that like um and I don't want to say like kids won't see race, but it's just nice that like there's a possibility of um, exposing your children to just a, a, a multitude of cultures, ethnicities, colors, so that, you know, hopefully by the time that they're my age and stuff, like, it's not going to be shocking to put on, you know, pajamas with the black Santa on, you know? Like, I think that's cute. 
my mom was saying how like she had i don't even know why she had it but she had like these black barbie dolls or something or black doll something girl and there was like some, she she was getting rid of some stuff i don't know she was doing something she wanted to get rid of so she asked the neighbors um one of her neighbors i think they are, are iranian if um they wanted the little girls wanted the little black barbies and whatnot they were like yeah bitch well, they didn't say that, but they were like, yes, come on. And so they, you know, just live for the little black Barbies. And I'm like, that's so cute that like, maybe I'm like overthinking it, but I think just coming from a time where I come from, like those things were just not readily available. I just remember like seeing a black Barbie and like my family being like, bitch, we got to buy it. You know what I'm saying? Now they're everywhere. Um, so it's like, whatever, but I don't know. I just thought that was really cute. Anyway, so... Then Christmas came and went. Um, girl, we made so much food. Ooh, again, I don't understand. It's too much damn food. We don't need to be making that much food. And then what did I do Christmas? Nothing. Serena came over to the house and um, we exchanged gifts and we hung out. And, you know, that's another thing is like, I think people don't understand that like when you don't live in a city anymore it is very stressful to be like i'm gonna come see you i'm gonna come see you. i'm gonna go do this so your time split so much and i do really appreciate my friends who like take the time to be like bitch i'll come to you i'll come to your house you know what i'm saying i really do fuck with that because it's like y'all negate the fact that i literally flew three thousand fucking miles across the goddamn country and then you want me to get into a car and drive for 40 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Not like I wouldn't, but it's just like, can y'all meet me in the middle, you know? But honestly, I'm gonna stop doing that. Because it's like, I gotta protect my energy. And like, <sighs> it's just too much. Um, but yeah, we had a good old time back Christmas. And then the next day I went to go look at some cars. I think I found out what car I want. And I think I really want this new Honda CRV. So listen, listen. So of course I was talking about the, the Mustang Mach E. Well, bitch, I definitely don't want an electric car. I went and looked at it. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. You know, it's iconic. But I just don't want to be plugging in no damn car, bitch. I just don't. I'm, I'm not there yet. It's not for me. And then the the thing is, it was like um, $71,000. So I was like, bitch, the fuck? $71,000, bitch. I'll spend, I'd rather spend $30,000 on an SUV than $71,000 on um, the, uh, the electric car. Bitch, I'm not spending $40,000 worth of gas in the course of the car loan. You know what I'm saying? If I'm spending that much money on gas, bitch, kill me. Because that's some wild shit. So I said, fuck that. And it's like, you. I think it was like, you get 250 miles um, on a full charge. That's not enough, bitch. Because the way I be driving, bitch, I be driving. My friends love to make fun of me. My people who don't live in California, they love to, my New York friends. They be like, bitch, you stay in your car. Yeah, bitch. What, do you, what am I supposed to do? Like, be out on the streets like no bitch i got a car for a reason but um i didn't really fuck with the mach e um it was a beautiful car whatnot boom um then i was like bitch i wouldn't mind like a jag 
but then I don't want to deal with the Jag maintenance. And I was like, maybe a Range Rover. Don't want to deal with a Range Rover maintenance. And then I was like, bitch, honestly, I kind of wouldn't mind getting my my AMG Benz that I had earlier this year. Like, I wouldn't mind buying another one. But then I was like, do I want a two-door? You know what I'm saying? Because I have some other things in store for Sorry Beauty. And <clears throat> one of them is the potential of um, taking everything out of my fulfillment center and doing it myself. Because... They're fabulous. I love the idea of other people doing my orders. But then at the same time, it's like, I don't want to say I'm money hungry, but like once it's it's like when you see how much somebody's charging you to do something, you just be like, bitch, I'll just do it myself. And that's such a Capricorn way of dealing with things. Like we are such a like, bitch, cut out the middleman. Like I'll do it myself. And that's how motherfuckers lose a job, bitch. Honestly, that's how a bitch lose. Listen, hold on. That's how a motherfucker talk themselves out of a job. See, if your employ if your employee or employer is a Capricorn, it will behoove you. Don't complain. You know, don't don't rock the boat. Don't give off. Oh, bitch, I'm not doing this unless I get paid X, Y. Don't do all that because we are the girls who will be like, oh really? Oh really? Bad. I'll do it myself. I'll do it myself. It's okay. I'll do it myself. Because I'm going to save how much money? Oh, I'll do it myself. No, thanks. I, I will completely do it myself. If Capricorns have no problems putting in the work, especially, especially if there is a financial incentive. We're already willing to put in the work without a financial incentive. But if there is a major financial incentive by putting in the work, bitch, you ain't got to tell us twice. You ain't got to tell us motherfucking twice. So, bitch, I don't think I can do a two-door anymore. I don't think my days of being a cute little bachelor and, like, you know, riding around and getting it, you know what I'm saying? I think they're not over, but um, it would just behoove me to get this motherfucking SUV because I'll be going back and forth to the to the post office um, and dropping off orders and shit. But I started looking at some stuff. I was like, maybe I want a, a Mercedes. Maybe I want this. Like, there's some Maseratis. Bitch. I really am really... I was like, but well, let me just... Let me take a peek at the Toyota RV. Like, our... Yeah. RAV4 or whatever it's called. I was like, let me take a peek. I was like, it ain't bad, but I don't really want it. Then I got a, an ad popped up. And bitch, they got me, bitch. They got me. That's going to be a $40,000 ad, you know, ad spend, bitch. Because that ad got me, bitch. It was like, are you considering the Toyota RAV4? Well, bitch, look into the the new CRV. So I looked at it, and it's the the premium package looks really cunt, bitch. It's really cunt Tisha. I'm really fucking with it. You know, it had all, all the, the features Literally, you know what's really fucking wild? It literally has the exact same features as my bins. No, listen. It didn't have the AMG engine, clearly. But it did have... It, it's similar to, like, the formatic. Like, there's so many similarities. Like, literally everything is so similar to it that I was like, oh, bitch, for half the price. You know what I'm saying? Like, throw it in the bag. So I was like, girl... I think I'm about to, once I get back to San Diego, I'm going to go test drive that bad boy and I might buy her, you know? Um, and she's a cute little thing. The design, the outer design isn't that great, but it's not bad. 
You know, I was looking at some like Jeep Cherokees too, but like, it's just, they're not bad on the outside, but they're not great. You know, it's a take it or leave it, but I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, but the most important thing is I don't really want to spend a lot of money. I'm only kind of doing some things to kind of like crank up my credit before I buy, um, finance this goddamn house actually. Cause yeah, bitch, these houses is expensive in California. Like girl but that was that um now i'm back in new yorker and i just really need to hurry up and rent out this apartment so if any of y'all want an apartment if you're trying to move into new york in the next month and a half please hit me up ho please because i just got to get rid of this bitch i don't want to be here no more i don't want to be here no more yeah bitch i'm ready to get the fuck on out of here honestly like once i did the calculations on how much money i'm going to save you like get me out get me out who let me go let me go jesus gotta go gotta go um yeah i'm not looking forward to the move absolutely not because it's just stressful but Girl, we'll see. I'm going back to San Diego next week on the 6th. My birthday is January 5th, but I'm going to go on the 6th to celebrate <clears throat> my birthday on the West Coast. I'm going to have a little a little thing here for on the East Coast with my friends here. But I'm going to have another one on the West Coast for that weekend. And I really cannot wait, bitch. I really cannot wait her. Ooh, oh, I got to text my friend and invite him. Um, all right. What are we talking about? I don't even know. Um, moving right along. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so it is the end of the year, and I think it's always wild because we always kind of reflect on this past year, things that happened, uh, whatever, whatever, try to um, make goals for the next year and whatnot. And you know what's what you know what's wild is how can I put this? Like earlier, well. Yesterday, actually, I was thinking of, you know, so, you know, I was kind of beating myself up of like, you know what, you're a dumb, dirty bitch. You moved to New York and, you know, you had a great time. So hold, hold on before I, I just need to clarify this. I'm not moving because I hate it here. I mean, I don't always enjoy it, <laughs> you know, but I'm not moving because I hate it here. I'm not moving because I can't afford it. I'm not moving because whatever, whatever. I'm literally moving because I'm buying a house. You know what I'm saying? And if there's anything I promise myself is if I say something, I'm going to fucking do it. It's always been like that for me. 
whatever it is I say I'm going to do, bitch, I do it. Um, That's probably something I'm very proud about myself of always being is if I say I'm going to do it, bitch, I'm doing it. So it's not really about that. It's just the fact that I'm buying a house and um, I could I could wait another year. I could wait two, three years, you know, but I just know like, bitch, if I'm spending what? Fifty thousand dollars on rent a fucking year. You know what I'm saying? I'm just giving that to some some man to be rich. Or not rich, but just to pay his motherfucking bills? No. If there's anything I hate, and I say this all the time to my friends, I do not like a pimping hole situation. I'm not, you ain't gonna pimp me out, bitch. You might be able to thank you about the pimp me out for a little smooth, hot second, bitch. But eventually, once I, this brain start to, to, to percolate in and I start to thinking, bitch, and I start to find a way how to pull the rug up under you and, and do for myself and cut you out, oh, bitch, I will. I always will. It's always, I, honestly, I don't even, I feel like that might also be a Capricorn thing, too. But, like, I, it's also very exclusive to me. Like, I'm really someone to where you ain't about to pimp me out and 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 do me, bitch. You might, I'm gonna let you probably do it for a smooth three seconds, but let me sit back and I'm gonna I'm take the night and I'm gonna I'm start thinking and I'm gonna find a way how to pull it up from you and do it for myself and cut you out. Yeah. And if the thing is, there's nothing wrong with renting. I think for me, I'm at a point now where I can buy and I need to buy, you know? And I'm also kind of like, you know, I, I, you know me, like I'm someone who's just, I don't want you to, I don't want to feel like you doing like, I hate feeling like someone's pulling one over me when they're not like, they're just fucking renting a fucking apartment, you know? But I'm like, damn bitch, I don't want, you know, like, I don't know. I just don't want to like be giving people things to just help them out. Like, I mean, I don't mind helping people out, but I want to help people on my own terms, bitch. I don't want to be obligated. Bitch, this one person earlier was like, um, a couple weeks ago was like, like, and if um it's not paid in full, then it's gonna charge interest. I said, now so now you really trying to play with me. And stuff like that really fucking grinds my gears. Like don't play with me and my coinishas. That's honestly, that's really in life. Don't play with my family and don't play with my coinishas. That's it, bitch. You can honestly play with me. <laughs> you can do a lot, bitch. But when you start fucking around with my coinishas, I'm like, no. And that's when you see a different, bitch, the way I flipped. <laughs> I started that whole conversation like nice and like talking like a white man, like, yeah, of course. Like, just very, like, you know, sophisticated and, like, just nice. And, bitch, once he was talking about some damn interest, bitch, the way I flew. Like, I just fucking flip a fucking lid. But anyways. So, anyway, so I'm, like, going over all the things that I didn't do well this year. And I'm looking at it in retrospect of, like, 2021 and I'm looking at, like, bitch, you did not do that. Like, 2021 was a better year for you. It was better, like, you know. But then I got to think, I was like, it's not. I made 125% more money than I did in 2021. I'm, I, every, I mean, doing completely well. 
the, you know, and if if so what, I moved to New York and eventually was like, bitch, you should have just bought a state in San Diego and bought a house. You know what I'm saying? Oh well, it's a it's a I don't even want to say it's a lesson. It's just life. You know, I was able to live life and have great memories along with it. I had a blast this year, bitch. This year was a, a hoot. Um, some things were not great. You know, like I mentioned, like I really, really had a for out of fucking nowhere, like I don't even know how this happened. Just started having major panic attacks. Um, my anxiety was crazy as fuck, which thank God it's been so much better this past, like four to six weeks. Ugh, but it was so bad early. I mean, you know, earlier in the year, but, um, that was bad. Again, I didn't start my third business, which I'm sure there's a lesson in that, a lesson in that. Um, but then I had to stop, you know, stop beating myself up and then really, jot down in my mind all the good things that happened all the successes and i know i say this all the time i tell you guys like oh you know write out what 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 went good what went bad and you'll realize like the good is better than the bad and i was like bitch take your own advice you know like stop stop fucking beating yourself up you know like not you didn't fail at anything you're just so competitive and you're competitive with yourself you know what I'm saying? I'm not competing with nobody. I'm literally, my whole life has been, I just be competing with myself. Like always. That's all. I, that's also another Capricorn thing. You just be competing with your own self, bitch. <laughs> like relax. And then it got to thinking like, like how far I come. And I don't really like to talk about these things too much because it comes off probably as like, Look at how great I am, but I'm I want to share it because I want to share that like I didn't feel great um in those moments and there's a lot of relatability in some of those moments for me to share. But when I tell I do want to preface this is when I tell people like bitch, I didn't have no money. Bitch, I didn't have no money. Like and some of the girls be talking about, oh, bitch, I ain't got no money. But then they be having, like, you know, a couple hundred dollars in their savings account. Or, like, a couple hundred dollars in their checking account. Or they be like, bitch, I ain't got no money. But then they got, like, uh, uh, they get paid on Friday. Bitch, when I tell you I didn't have any money, I didn't have any money. When I lost, I my last job, um, I was kind of doing pretty good until, like, the economy tanked in 20, 2000, what was it, eight? And was it 2008? Whatever fucking year it was, bitch. And I was unemployed for 13 months. And bitch, that gagged me. And when I tell you, like, I didn't have money. Like, I remember I would have, like, quarters. I would have, like, I would, like, gather up quarters. And I would, um, there was, like, this Carl's, there's, it's still there. There's, like, this Carl's Jr., in San Diego, it's on El Cajon Boulevard. And they have this chicken sandwich, which y'all need to do this. Y'all, it's so good. Listen, so that's how you do it. So I want to say back then it was like a dollar for the chicken sandwich. It was big, bitch. It wasn't like no, it wasn't the size of your fist, bitch. It was like, honestly, it was like 
at an eight inches in diameter, bitch. Like maybe nine inches in diameter. That's how big that fucking chicken sandwich was. And it was in its bomb. Or I don't think they have it no more, but it's whatever. And so I would go there with my quarters because it was a dollar. And I would order them or whatever. And I would be like, bitch, I need this with extra Santa Fe sauce because, bitch, that's the sauce you need to put on the chicken sandwiches. If you go any, if you go to Carl's Jr., get the kind with, get chicken, a chicken sandwich, keep the mayo, bitch. And then on the other side, put the fucking Santa Fe sauce. Bitch, bomb as fuck. With a, with a, with a, um, with lettuce and pickles. Get out of here. So lit. So lit. But, you know, like, my friend wasn't didn't have that much money either. I mean, he still had a job, but he didn't have, like, much money. But, I mean, I would scrounge up quarters and, and money or, like, you know, to and walk over there. And we would, you know, I would pay for him and make sure he was good. Um, but that's also the type of person I am. Like, and... Like, I've always been someone to what's mine is yours. And I'm I'm sure I got to stop being like that. I really need to stop being like that because it's wild that when I didn't have anything, like when I literally did not have shit, didn't have a car, didn't have shit. So I literally have to walk all the way over there for this fucking chicken sandwich and put my little quarters on the little the thing to buy it, you know. But here I am still sharing you know, my little coinishas with people when it's like, damn, I shouldn't, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I shouldn't have done that. But so I would do shit like that. Like I lived in my car. Um, I've told you guys this multiple times, but like there's be like, I would go to this one parking lot and I would go to the third floor because the security guard was so nice. He would just kind of like, let me just chill there. Even though you're not supposed to like be loitering. And I just remember like, one of those nights, I vividly, vividly remember I had a CD player, and that was when you could plug the CD player into the the smoke outlet, the little cigarette smoke outlet, and you could play, and then you would tap, that would be the charger for the CD player, and then another thing, it would be, you would put, it would have like a little cord with a little cassette, and you would put that into the cassette, and that you would be able to play your CD player in your stereo. And so I remember listening to music. I was, bitch, I was listening to Rick Ross. <laughs> bitch, I was listening to Rick Ross. And I was, like, writing songs. And I was just, like, in my mind, I was, like, I'm not, I was not sad and depressed. You know what's, what? like, and that's what I started thinking about this yesterday. I was, like, I was, I think I kind of downplay some of the shit I've been through in my life. And I really try to like, and I don't know if that's like a coping mechanism. I don't know if it's, you know, a trauma response or something or some sort of like book term that the girls are using now. I don't know what it means because I do know sometimes when I think about those things, I do try to turn it off quickly. I try not to talk about them because it does start to hurt. Like it does like not bring great memories, but one thing I do remember is I never was sad. I never was depressed. I mean, I'm not sad and depressed now, but I would, you know, I would think like, oh, if, 
you literally do not have money to eat for the day. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have, like, money. You don't have anything. You don't have a place to sleep. Like, you don't even have a blanket in your car. Like, it's it's cold. You know, the temperature drops at night. You know what I'm saying? Like, motherfuckers is weird out here in these streets. Like, you can't really park your car. on the, Like, it's just all that weird stuff. I never was depressed. I never was sad. And... I think that's what I be trying when a lot of you guys I get asked this. Uh, this is the number one question I get. The number one question for years. People are like, "What do you do to make yourself feel better when you're having a bad day?" And honestly, it's literally just because I choose to be happy. I choose to just be in a good headspace. And I know it could be so easy to fall into that negative space. Because I've been in those, I've been physically in those negative spaces. But I choose, I consciously, like not even, sub. I literally consciously make myself aware that I'm choosing to focus on the good. So I would sit in my car and I'd be like, bitch, it's not, this is not the end of my, the end of me. This is actually, this is, I know where I'm about to go. I know where I'm about to end up. Because I was confident in like what my abilities were. I'm, I was confident in you know, where my intelligence lies, where my talent lies, where my drive lies. Like, I know who I am. Like, I know where I'm about to go. I'm just not there yet. But I know I'm about to get there. And ain't nobody going to say nothing to deter me. I'm going to fight fucking tooth and nail to get to where I want to be. And honestly, I remember I was like, bitch, I just wouldn't mind a job. Like, I wouldn't even mind making $1,500 a month. Like, that's how, like, I was like, bitch, that's my goal. You know what I'm saying? If I could talk to that that kid, you know, in that car and tell him where I'm at now, bitch, gag. You know, sometimes I even have to pinch myself like, bitch, this is crazy. Even my parents would be like, bitch, this is crazy. Like, so, but it's like, when I say I didn't have things, I really didn't. And, um... I mean, there's a lot of of a lot of things in my life that I did to make money that when I tell you I'm not proud of, but I'm also not ashamed. You know what I'm saying? I'm not proud because, you know, there is a trickle down effect to some of the things that I did. Um, and I didn't do them. And the thing is, I didn't do them because I, I was like consciously like, you know what? This is what I want to do with my life. No, you know, like literally, absolutely not. But I did it because it, at the time, like it would be like a lot of money or it was easy, but it was also hella dangerous. You know, there's a lot of things that I mean, there's even I mean, I could just really go in and in and in of all the wild shit I did to make a dollar. And that sometimes is the the unsettling part. You know, because then you can kind of replay things in your mind or you can replay like, um, you know, kind of brings you back to that fear or it brings you back to that setting or that where you relinquish the idea that, wow, 
I am getting paid a lot of money right now. Or it may not have been a lot of money. It might have just been, I remember sometimes it wouldn't even be much. I just needed money to get me through the day. I needed money to put a little bit of gas in my car to get me to a job interview or whatever, whatever. Um, that's all I needed. And so, but you forget about the money because now it's like, this is kind of scary or these people are weird or there's just so many circumstances that I put myself in and a part of me does get mad at, I, I used to, excuse me, I used to get mad at my parents because I'm like, if they only knew what I had to do because they did X, Y, and Z, what would happen? Like, how how would they, you know? And it's like, I would never, I think that's also where two things where before I have a child, I need to go to therapy and possibly unravel this, but not unravel it too much. Dude, don't unravel. I don't wanna, I'm not trying to unravel it too much, but I need to make sure that I'm, okay in the sense where I don't want to subconsciously put I don't even think I would um make my child have to like do the things that I've done um I would never want to put them in there but I just know like I would never want those things for my child ever and I know there's this huge like conversation now of like you know wealthy famous people um and how child act their you know they their children turn into great actors or whatever like nepotism and stuff and it's like oh bitch i'm going to do that like i'm going to make sure my child doesn't have to do shit i'm totally going to like bitch are you dumb are you crazy if i can afford to make sure my child doesn't have to go through one quarter even one 116th 132 of a fucking percent like of what I've gone through, I would never want my child to have even come close to it. I don't even want them want to get a whiff of it. If my child can just be happy and healthy and just focus on himself or their self, him, herself, I won, you know? But the thing is that I want to share is I purposely try, I, I pushed myself to be like, not focus on the negative. And I know that's easier said than done and I don't know how what to give advice wise on how to achieve that but I will say that there is strength in not allowing your mind to dwell on something that's not good something that's negative you know because if I think because I just knew this was temporary this is not the end of me I'm not going to be here, you know, forever. There's a bigger purpose for me. Um, I just knew that I was also telling myself like this. I was giving myself permission to believe it, to believe that, you know, there was something better for me. Um, so I just wanted to share that and be like, you know, I know sometimes like the girls be like, you know, I, I've gone through some hard stuff in my life and I've done, you know, and I try not to share all of it because, honestly, I don't really like talking about it too much. But, bitch, when I tell you, girl, I feel like also I'm just, I you know what's weird? I feel like I'm also at ease but not at ease. I think because so much of my life for almost 30 years solid 
was just constant stress and strife and trauma and violence, <laughs> you know? So it's like, for me to have been living for the last past six years of just being comfortable and nothing going on, no wild shit, everything's good, everything's calm, peaceful. It's just so, it's, it's, it makes me happy, but it's just like also unsettling, you know? Because you're just like, bitch, I don't want to go back to that shit. But then I have to tell myself, you'll never go back to it. It will never have because you're so far from it. Um, but yeah, I would just say if you can, just once, if you're in a space now where you're beating yourself up, just really train yourself to not tap into that. Just really focus on what's positive. What? How can I? How can I stay happy? And that's what's funny because I tell people who I be telling people like the shit that I've gone through, and they're like, "Bitch, we didn't even know," and you never would because I was just always just a happy kid, like a happy motherfucker like you never knew what was going on with me because i was just i never bothered people with my shit i mean serena knew you know like some like close 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 people knew but as far as like anyone else nobody knew because bitch i just did not walk around like that like there are some people who just be looking for something to be sad about and i'm just like you are dumb you guys are so dumb there's a couple people I know, and I'm just like, you guys are dumb. Like, y'all want to be sad so bad. Like, you guys want to be oppressed and, like, have bad shit happen to you so bad, and that is some weird shit. That's weird, bro. Like, that is weird. Like, the girls be really trying to front on, and I'm like, that's not something. Like, there is nothing wrong with just having a really good, happy, and healthy life. Like, that's that's the actual fucking goal, bitch. And the fact that some of y'all motherfuckers is trying to like do the absolute um, absolute opposite of that is it's it's weird. It's weird fucking behavior. Like grow up, you know what I'm saying? Like grow up. Um, aside from that, I guess we could get into listener letters. So let's get into it. A smooth operator, I'm a smooth operator. A smooth operator, a smooth operator. All right, so now on to listener letters. If you want to write into the show, send it in to ask at the com. This week we have an update. Um, I don't think she from Future Coochie Clorox buyer. This was I'm trying to refresh, I'm reading through it. Hold on. This is, oh, 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 this is the one who said, hold on, she got beef with her brothers. Hold on, sorry, I'm I'm kind of trying to read this, and I ain't got my glasses, my eyes are burning. Um, there's a baby christening, oh, 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 oh. Um, I used to be in church when I was younger and I went to multiple churches for years. Oh, okay. So this is, so she, um, didn't really fuck with the bitch and still sent a baby shower gift. Um, and then now there is a christening and she, her husband who wants, oh yes, that's her, their cousin, I believe, or like somebody in the family. And he wants to do right. He 
wanted to attend the, the baby christening and also get a gift, but she did not want to go because she had issues with um, the church and blah, 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 blah. So now there is an update. She, are they right? First off, thank you for reading my letter. Your podcast truly feels like a safe space for me to cut up and tell it like it is out in public. Now, I know in my previous letter, I mentioned the baby's christening and bitch, it was a mess on my end personally. Who the fuck schedules an 8 a.m. service? Plus, this old ass lady was about to feel the Holy Ghost had she kept kicking the back of my foot had I not cut my eyes at her and gave her the look. So normally, if someone invites people to an event, you would assume they would go around thanking everyone for coming out, right? Of course, but that wasn't the case with me. The mother of the child thanked everyone for coming, coming, but when it came to me, all she said was, aw, I didn't even see you out there. Bitch, when I tell you it took everything in me to not start swirling up in that church, I mean, the whole building would have been tore up. I definitely didn't play it play it off since my visceral reactions are very visceral and I wear my expressions and emotions very clearly. Me too. Now on to the luncheon. Girl, all I ate was some salad and roasted vegetables. I don't know why I felt I had to mention that. <laughs> No, because that's a very, like, important piece of the story. But it was just very awkward because <laughs> all I ate was some salad and roasted vegetables. <laughs> Girl, I could just see you right now at that fucking table just pissed. Like, <laughs> and it's like piss. Eating some damn roasted vegetables. And a fucking salad, bitch. Where the fuck is the chicken? Where the fuck is the cordon bleu? What the fuck? <coughs> what the fuck? <coughs> what the fuck is the quiche, bitch? Um, what is it? But it was just very awkward because at one point, excuse me, a bunch of us got up from their tables to watch the World Cup at the bar in the restaurant. One of those people being my fiance. I wasn't about to get up and watch a game I don't give a fuck about. And also my feet were killing me from wearing heels all day. But during the entire time, no one in the family came over to my table and made conversations with me. And I pretty much sat there by myself on the phone. My fiance came back to the table to sit with me and asked me if I was okay and if anyone had come over to talk to me. And I, and I said, no, but that's to be expected. And he then asked me had I been sitting there by myself the entire time. When it came to everyone taking family pictures, I took like two with his father's brothers. But the couple who hosted the christening didn't ask me to be in any of the pictures. Girl, hold on. I'm going to refinish this. Especially the wife. I didn't know exactly how to feel in that moment, but there was a storm of emotions brewing in me that I didn't know how to get through together with words. At that moment, I felt embarrassed and humiliated because I went out of my way to wake up early as fuck, dress up nice, and did this bullshit for my fiancé to pretty much just feeling like arm candy. I felt disrespected by his family yet again, and also by my fiancé for being blatantly disregarded and him not calling out that bullshit. And overall, I didn't feel protected by him. Moving forward, I want nothing to do with his cousin, his cousin's wife, or anything. Like I mentioned in my original letter, he's a family man and has difficulty saying no to them, but his father has always told him that his wife comes first before anything, and I just felt like I was shafted and was put on the back burner. Girl, this is a mess, I know. Well, thank you for that update. 
let me tell you something. I hate shit like that. And honestly, it's like, bitch, because then it's like, bitch, if I didn't show up, you would have felt some type of way and it would have been an issue. And, but the fact is, that's just, it's, it's tacky. It's so tacky. Let me tell you something. Let me just, let me just, I, for everybody listening, if you're hosting anything, if you're doing anything where you're inviting people there, even if it's your birthday, even if it's, it don't matter. It could be about all about you, bitch. It could be about you. You have to be a gracious host. And if you're not a gracious host, people will remember that bullshit and not want to be invited next time. You know what I'm saying? Nobody wants to, like, you have to be, when people are at my house or if I'm doing anything, I make sure everyone's okay. Is it? It's not stressful to me, but it's just like it is, I don't want to say draining because that makes it seem like I don't like what I'm, you know, doing this, but... You have to, like, make sure everyone's doing good. Do you need anything to drink? Have you met so-and-so? Oh, this is my neighbor, you know, blah, 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 blah. And you you have to, like, get the vibe going, bitch. You know what I'm saying? I don't know who fucking raised some of y'all. Like, it's, like, I don't, I don't know where y'all coming from with this weird shit. Y'all inviting motherfuckers to do shit and then not like talking and y'all on phones and shit that's another thing i be seeing the girls be doing shit and they be like everybody at the table on their phone that's wild i have a birthday dinner um here in new york next week but then i have my my the bigger one in san diego and not everybody knows each other i mean they probably know of each other or like have heard or like seen you know but to have everybody in one you know dinner table is going to be you know, different, not different, but it's going to be for the first time. So it's like, it's also my opportunity to introduce people. And then part of that is, you know, let's say somebody is, I don't know, let's say somebody, I'm just throwing this out there. Let's say somebody is a mechanic, right? That's their job. And somebody on this end of the, the table is, you know, looking to buy a certain car or is a car fanatic. I'm going to be like, hey, yo, bitch, Edgar, like, so Edgar here, um, he works on cars for a living. Like, he's, like, the master of cars. Like, bitch, you, like, he will turn your shit into pit my ride, bitch. Like, he's that bitch. And this over here, Alex, Alex is, like, a, a fucking weirdo when it comes to cars. He loves blah, 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 blah. He's over here thinking about it. Um, so I just wanted to introduce you guys. Like, you, that, you know what I'm saying? Those are things you need to do. Like, those are things you get the thing going and when you do all that everybody from different groups so they're not all huddled everybody just starts vibing that's how you do it i, I thought we knew these things but clearly the girls don't um so it's like but then also it's part of your um your man he got to be like okay well come with me or like or let me stay with you or like he has to facilitate that in some way like when i went to my godson's first birthday i i knew some of the people but i didn't know everybody but i'm also not someone who is like i i i i, I do pretty well like you know, in social settings, it can be draining at times. It can be very socially awkward. It kind of can, you know, give me anxiety and a little bit of stress. But for the most part, I do pretty well. Um, and then so on one table, everybody was sitting and, you know, there are some seats at other tables. And then so 
my friend was like, oh, yeah, you know, just get something to eat. I said, but bitch, I don't know. Nobody. He was like, and, you know, feel free to sit wherever. I said, bitch, I don't know nobody over there. And so then he was like, he was like, oh, my God, you're right. Like, it clicked on him. He was like, okay. So, like, he just, you know, facilitated that and, like, eased it in and whatnot. Um, but that's what you're supposed to do as a host. Like, you can't just be like, all right, y'all, the food over there, bye. You know, like, that's weird. You know what I'm saying? It's like you want people to come and celebrate your child's christening or whatever, your your badass child. You know what I'm saying? Like, be a fucking gracious host. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, include people. Like, that's the whole point. Like, if you didn't want to include me, then why, why, why even invite me? Why am I even fucking here, bitch? Because I could really be very comfortable laid up in my motherfucking bed watching my 600-pound life. You know? So that's really some bullshit that I really fucking hate. So, girl. Bitch, I get it. I really get it. But um, but thank you so much for sharing that. Um, It's so, like, we are so... I don't know, know why I'm laughing at <laughs> salad and roasted vegetables. <laughs> I don't know why, because I would be pissed too. Uh, okay, moving right along. <laughs> So this week, we have a letter from someone titled, Am I Doing Too Much? Hi, Saul. Hope you're doing well. I just have a small, simple question. Nothing too major or don't know. Maybe it is. I've been dating this guy for about two, almost three months now, and things are great. He takes me out nice places, opens doors for me, and dick is bomb. Side note, he's a D-boy, so he got shmoney. Work. So basically, when I start talking to someone or dating them, I automatically turn into wifey mode. I'll cook for them, pick up little things from Target, always make sure they're good, etc. But I just recently kind of realized that maybe that's my problem. Do I give men too much too fast and almost make them too comfortable too fast? I asked him a few weeks ago if he already knew how he was going to ask me to be his girlfriend, implying that he's eventually going to uh, actually ask me Wait, hold on. I didn't even read all that and soak it in. I asked him a few weeks ago if he already knew how he was going to ask me to be his girlfriend, implying that he's eventually going to actually ask me and that we were just going to slowly, quote unquote, become more as time went on. I'm going and that. Okay, wait, what? Is that what, what he said? I asked him a few weeks ago if he already knew. Blah, 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 implying that he's eventually going to ask me, okay, and that we're going, okay. Should I continue being the good wifey bitch I am, or should I low-key fall back and remind myself I'm not one's wife to be acting like that? Sincerely, good wifey bitch. Um, I, You know what? Like, I know, I feel like this is why I want to get my my friend Tia on here. Um, Hopefully, I need to hit her up and see how we can set up these mics to be... Um, live via satellite <laughs> um, because I feel like she would give great insight because my insight is I just feel you're never I'm just you know I just feel like you're never gonna go wrong when you put your heart on your sleeve you know like and I, I get it I know people are trash and like people will hurt your feelings and hurt you and like but that's also part of life. It's part of growing. It's part of also learning what you like, you know. But I just feel uh, there's nothing wrong with telling somebody you like them. There's nothing wrong with showing them. 
you know, I think we're just really in this weird age of like not telling people how we feel. And, you know, he texts me, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait 30 minutes before I text him back. And I'm going to wait a whole day when I text. Like, all these weird, like, trying to make your make it seem like you're not interested in someone. It's honestly, for me, for me, for me, for me, if you're not show, if you're not fully enamored in me, you know what I'm saying? I, I will lose the fuck interest, bitch. That is me. I will lose interest. If you ain't making me someone who don't love my dirty draws, bitch, you, if, if that's not you and me, bitch, I don't want to be involved. I don't, I will lose interest. I love when, when a guy is fully enamored with me and like, so in love and like, can't like, I don't niggas who don't want to text back quick or like being on nonchalant and shit like that, bitch. No, you, you do that nonchalant bullshit with somebody else. Don't do that shit with me. I'm too fly for that. I'm too lit for that. Like, I'm too much of that girl to be doing all that. You do that shit with somebody else, bitch. You go find some basic bitch to do that shit with me. Don't be doing that shit with me. No, bitch. When I text, reply. And I mean immediately, too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, bitch, no. I want, you know, cook for me, bitch. Cook for me. Well, it depends. Because maybe I don't want you to cook for me that day. But bring me my little gifts. You know, take, like, just, you know what I'm saying? Like, make me, give it off, bitch. Give it off. You know, like, so I don't think there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, if it's, I don't know, if you feel like you're doing too much, then I guess. But I don't think that there's anything wrong with what you're doing and letting him know, like, you know, this is who this is who I am. Because if, if this is how you are with everybody, then that just means, like, that's how you are naturally, you know what I'm saying? If this is how you're going to be if you were married or whatever. All right, cool. Hold on. Pause. Now, if this is not who you're about to be, don't play it off. That's that's what I'll say there. I'll say that. If this is not who you're about to be in the long run, don't be giving this off. Because that's one thing I don't like. I don't like a bitch who's, like, giving it off like that just to kind of, like, win you over. And then in the long run, you're like, bitch, what happened? What a home cooked meal at, bitch. Oh shit, you ain't, you know, it's not, it's no longer Destiny Child catered to you no more, bitch. It's no longer like, what a cater to you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what a cater to you. It's not giving that no more. It's giving bugaboo. It's not even giving cater to you. It's giving bugaboo, bitch. <laughs> it's not. And that, like, you know, so if you're not gonna give it off like that, if that's not how you are, don't do it. But if this is what it seems like, what you're telling me is it is kind of who you are. Um, uh, especially if you do this all the time, like then there's nothing wrong with it, you know? And if, if it gets to a point to where he's not appreciated, then, then you know what to do. You just move on, you know? And he's just going to know, like I had somebody who did great things for me. Maybe it's a match. Maybe it's not a match. You know what I'm saying? I dated someone who was like that. Like he was like cook free, like very like, like husbandy, wifey material, like all that. And but that's not my needs though. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate it, but that's not my needs. You know? And he was like, when when um when I'm gone, you're gonna miss what I'm doing. And I don't. Not to be shady, but I don't. I cause that's not my needs. You know what I'm saying? That's you wanted to do that. Am I appreciative? Cool. But that's on you. That's not even, you got, if you didn't even ask me what my love language is, because that's not it. That's not it. 
My love language is actually go put gas in my car right now. Because it's not the fact that I can't afford the gas. It's because I don't want to stop and go get it. But if I, you know what I'm saying? Go get my coffee. That's my love language. You know what I'm saying? Like cooking and cleaning and all that, like, you know, wifey shit. That's not my love language. Thank you. Loved it. Great. But not for me. He was like, you know, when I'm, when, when, when I leave you or whatever, you gonna wish you had me back. I don't. I don't. Don't and don't. And never will. Great guy, though. Fabulous guy. But for someone else, but that's not my love language. So I would say if I would, honestly, if I were you, I would not stop. If that's something, if that's who you are and that's who you think you could be in the long run or like, you know, maybe not until till the end of time, bitch. But, you know, if that's who you are, that's great. You know what I'm saying? Don't water yourself down and start overthinking like what a man, you know, what he going to no. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, girl. You know? You'll find somebody else. But I just feel like you'll never lose by being your true, authentic self. You'll never lose by telling somebody how much you love them. You'll never lose by, you know, telling someone or showing them um, kindness and, and, and taking care of someone. You'll never lose. You may not gain... But you'll never lose, you know? So I wouldn't think too much of it. I would just keep doing it. But, you know, um, but if it does get to a point where you're like, bitch, I'm doing this and I'm not getting anything out. If you're not getting your needs met, that's the thing. Do that all. Here's the thing. If you're going to do all that, it's not like you're being a dumb bitch and like, oh, I'm doing too much. No, I don't think you are. But if you're doing that and you're not getting your needs met, then you need to reevaluate the situation. And then you need to be like, bitch, maybe I don't need to be doing this. Maybe I need to be doing this for somebody else, you know? And I think that's the bigger question or, you know, something you really need to look into. But um, yes, if you want, feel free to write back in with any updates and good luck moving right along. Now, who do I have beef with this week? Honestly, I have beef with restaurants not being open later after COVID. Girl, first off, ain't nobody got COVID no more. I mean, they do, but they don't. Why is your restaurant closing at 8 o'clock on a, on a Saturday in New York City? Why? Why? For why? For what? For whom? For whom's? Why is your shit closing at 8 o'clock? Why are you telling me the kitchen closes at 7.30? Bitch, I just got here. Because 7 o'clock for... 7.30 for dinner is wild as is in New York City. That's already wild. On a Saturday, 7.30 for dinner is wild. Because I need... Dinner's supposed to be at 9 o'clock on a Saturday in New York City. 7.30 and you're telling me that the, 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 the kitchen's about to close? Girl, if you don't get the fuck on out of here... Close, just close the restaurant. Just go out of business. It's not even worth it. I need to know, like, the girls need to, like, quit using COVID as an excuse for this bullshit. Like, these motherfuckers was over here talking about some because of COVID and shipping is... Bitch, ain't nobody doing that shit no more. Ain't nobody... Shut the fuck up. Get back to normal. Get back to the way things was. Ain't nobody thinking about that damn COVID shit no more. Come on. Keep that restaurant open. 
Whole Foods over here talking about we close at 9. Bitch, 9 p.m.? You're supposed to stay open till 11. My fucking gym finally decided that they were going to extend their hours another um, an hour on the weekends. Not even during the weekdays, just the weekend. We'll stay open till 8 p.m. Yeah, you should stay open till 8 p.m. because 7 p.m. is wild. What you need to do is you need to be stayed open till 10 p.m. on the weekends. Okay, this is not middle of America. It's fucking New York City. The girls are here. The girls want to stay. The girls are trying to work out in the evening. Some of the girls can't, may not even be able. The girls be working around the clock. They may not even leave till like 8.30. Get there at 9 and all of a sudden we're supposed to be done by like 9.45. Get the fuck on out of here. No, excuse me, not even 8. No, because they close at 8. So be done by 7.45. Bitch, if you don't get the fuck on out of here with that bullshit. Stupid. And gonna ask me for 300 something dollars each month. Bitch, you ain't giving $300 each month hours. Bitch. I'm talking about some... We figured 7 p.m. 7 p.m. was a little too early. Yeah, bitch. Who, d- duh. The fuck I look like coming in. You know what I'm saying? A hoe don't even wake up till 1 or 2 in the evening. And by the time I'm done with these damn emails, dealing with these motherfucking cats, cleaning up my motherfucking house, doing my motherfucking social media shit, running these motherfucking orders, drinking my motherfucking coffee, bitch, and having my my feet rubbed. By the time all that is done, it's already damn near 7 o'clock. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still want to be... But then it's like, it get to that point where it's like, bitch, it's not even worth it. Because by the time I fucking leave this bitch, get on into a fucking Uber, because I ain't doing no fucking train no more. By the time I even get there, it's going to be like 20 minutes before you close. So it's like, girl, what the fuck? And then I feel like boo-boo the fool, because I'm over here giving y'all motherfuckers all this damn money. But it's bullshit. And y'all niggas ain't even open. Well, we open we open also at five o'clock in the morning tomorrow, bitch. The fuck that even got to do with me? That that's none of my business. That's not my ministry. Five o'clock in the morning. What the fuck? I'm not I'm not waking up, and nobody's five o'clock in the morning to come deal with this bullshit. Like I'm not trying to be on an elliptical at five o'clock in the morning. Shout out to the, the morning girls, but fuck y'all. I'm not doing it. I'm not a morning girl. You don't want to see me in the morning in the daytime. I'm not happy. I'm not happy until I get my eight. Point five hours of sleep. If a bitch gets six to seven, it's a wrap. I'm not happy. I'm not good. Not good, not healthy. Y'all really using this fucking COVID shit and just wearing it to motherfucking hell's end, bitch. Keep this shit open. Restaurants over here. Well, you know, we close earlier on, on, on the weekends. Bitch, the weekends and like... You're supposed to be open, bitch. I don't want to have this conversation. I don't because I don't want to offend the girls because the girls in New York City are very, like, passionate about this city. But I'm about to, like, I'm not doing it now, but I'm just going to give you a little taste of it. But New York City not about to be New York City no more. It's really not. It's really not because... it's not 
the shit is not sustainable. But also, it's like in 20 years, like the girls aren't coming here specifically for shit that you can only do in New York City. Because the shit you now, it's like you can do this anywhere. You could do whatever you really want. You, you're doing in New York City, you can do anywhere now. The only thing you really can't do is Broadway. I mean, if you want like a watered down version of a musical, you could wait for the, the musicals to go on tour. You know, and see the touring cast. But I mean, it's not Broadway. It's it'll never be as spectacular as Broadway. It just will not. Which is fine if you're able to deal with that. That's fine. But anything else, fashion or you know, clothes and stuff like that, you can buy that shit online. The internet. There used to be a time where like you had to like drive places to go get lit clothing. You don't got to do that no more. It's you. It's been changed. Okay. When I was a kid, me and my mom used to love getting in the car and driving to South Coast Plaza, because. You know, the clothes were better. And I would go, like, shopping for clothes for school and stuff like that. And But now it's like, girl, you buy that shit online. Buy that shit right the fuck online. Because quiet as it's kept, you'd be going to the, some of these boutiques and stuff like that. I was in this one. I was looking, like, earlier this year for a very specific shirt um, that Versace carried. And I went to the Soho store because, bitch, the Fifth Avenue store is closed and unoccupied because they can't afford to keep it open because of COVID, which is wild. So I went to the Soho store and the girls was like, oh, we don't have it right now, but we can order for, from you online. I said, well, if I would have known that, I would have just stayed home and just ordered it. You know what I'm saying? You could do anything you need online. It, like, the, it, New York's not going to be, like, and restaurants, like, most people, most restaurants are not great. And so the girls will be like, oh, New York has fabulous restaurants. I mean, sure, maybe. You know, because it's still uh, out of all the restaurants here, there's a lot of trash restaurants, just like any city. A lot of restaurants just be trash. It's very hard to find a, a restaurant that the food be lit, the service be lit, the atmosphere be lit. It's really hard. It's not easy. And it's not exclusive anymore to New York City. There's some really fabulous restaurants that I've gone through than places that out, were outside of New York. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, bitch, y'all niggas ain't what y'all used to be. So y'all need to keep these fucking hours open. Because the girls are going to have had enough. Stupid. Anyways, that's all. That was really my motherfucking beef. And moving right along. All right, so that's the end of the show, bitch. I recorded this last final thing, and for some reason, it just... Hold on. Let me turn this off. Apparently, it didn't record, or was it press recording? Bitch, I don't fucking know. I'm not repeating it again. Um, All I will say is... um, That's my dishwasher. I just started my dishwasher. That's why I thought I was done recording. Now y'all hear this loud-ass fucking dishwasher. Ghetto. Anyways, if y'all look, look, hear that? This is nice. This is ghetto. Um, <laughs> I want to say that Santo Exanto is no longer going to be anymore in 2023. Um, so everything on the website is already marked down. Plus, you can take an additional 60% off using code 6060. Um, plus, there is free shipping on order $60 and more. So head on over to SantoExanto.com to get all the things that you want, such as some bling for that New Year's party, bitch. 
we still got the silk mask that are now um now they're damn near like 70% off. So you can snag those bad boys up. Also, um Sorry Beauty for all the skincare stuff. I just realized this yesterday and I probably should have made an announcement sooner, but the things will not be restocked until March. So if you're low on things such as the face wash, the eye brightening um, creams, the face cream, or such as the collagen serum, now is the time to restock on them because they will not be back. If they, you know, they might be sold out until then or before they get restocked. So if you're low, head over to SawRayBeauty.com to snag those up. Aside from that, bitch... I'm about to bake me some of these cookies, bitch. I'm being a fat ass boots, bitch. This might really kill my fucking. This is gonna really kill me and 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 trigger my fucking depression and body dysmorphia if I go into January being fat and bald. I might need to actually. I'm not making them cookies. I'm not. I'm not because I don't want to be fat at my birthday dinner, and I definitely don't want to be fat and bald and gay. You know, I listen, I know this is this is really shitty, but I don't want to be fat, bald and gay. Yeah, I got to pick a struggle and I love being gay and I don't mind being chunky and having little chubby cheeks, but bald. No, that's where the buck ends, mister. Anyways, take care of yourself and each other. Oh, my God. And happy New Year's, bitch. Happy New Year's to the girls. Be safe out there. Okay. Be safe. But also, don't be safe. Live a little bit on the edge. No, I take that back. No, no, no. Don't live on the edge, bitch. Because this is what's really bothering me about the girls. The girls is like, so scary. The girls is not having fun. Bitch, live on the edge, bitch. Go suck a dick, bitch. You know, go get fingered in the bathroom. Uh, Like, do have fun. You know, like... Granted, I used to do some wild shit in my 20s, but I'm thankful for those moments. I'm really thankful because it made me who I am today. Like, now the girls are scary. The girls is, like, afraid of doing... The girls are afraid of getting into fucking Ubers. Girl, get on out of here, bitch. Bitch, we was over here taking a train at 3 a.m. in the morning. Like, girl, get the fuck on out of here with this goddamn Uber, bitch. Get in the fucking Uber, bitch. Take that drink from that man, bitch. You know what I'm saying? If if the bartender like talking about Sam, oh he, he he bitch get the drink. All right, just enjoy your life, ho. Just enjoy your life. I mean, I guess be safe. Maybe I shouldn't be saying these things, but all I'm saying is like I've really had a good old blast. I've really had a fucking blast, bitch. So, anyways, um, take care of yourself and each other. Bye. <laughs>